1: We're watching fashion trends, pep talks where we give advice, mental health moments, and games and guests. Listen to Giggly Squad on ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. Hello, and welcome to today's independent travel podcast, which Is a very, very special edition because I am talking to two New Zealanders who are emigrating from their previous home in London to Auckland, going home if you like. But they're not doing it by hopping on a plane and 24 hours later emerging bleary eyed in Auckland. They are on, well, I guess the voyage of a lifetime aboard. Queen Victoria, sailing from Southampton, via Bermuda, Aruba and the Panama Canal, the coast of California and finally across the Pacific to their new home of Auckland. An absolute pleasure to talk to you. I should say that they are married and I am speaking to Al and to Colin. So, um, well, Al first, let's do things in alphabetical order. Why, why Would you do this when, actually, even though New Zealand is a ridiculous distance away, you can get there within a day?
2: Thanks, Simon, and great to be on the podcast today. So we saw this as a great opportunity uh, for us to... Find a way of getting back to New Zealand that was different, that had some great destinations of which you've just uh, outlined, to tick a few things off our bucket list, like the Panama Canal, which we were about to go through uh, tomorrow. We've seen the Kennedy Space Centre, which was another bucket list. Uh, so, yeah, there's a few bucket list things along the way. And, uh, yeah, what better? Way of doing it than taking on a fair bit of luggage, um, not all of our belongings, but I'm sure we'll come onto that. Uh, and taking 44 nights on this uh, elegant ship, the Queen Victoria.
0: Yeah, I'd have to completely agree with Al. The m- main reason was going home in style. I'm um, doing it differently. A few few things tick off the bucket list, including the fact we'd always wanted to do a transatlantic. So this was the start of the cruise so that we got that out of the way. And also the fact the ease that we take we came on board with. I think it was eight suitcases and six carry-on, so we had about 14 pieces. The logistics of getting it from London to Southampton on board, I worked that all out, we got it done. And the fact that you couldn't really do that on a plane, just trying to get that luggage through the airport would be uh, diabolical.
1: Well, yes, of course, and I guess um, not wanted on voyages uh, applies to much of it, but you're not paying the same excess baggage rates that you might by flying. Um, one thing you're also uh, doing is, I guess, psychologically is it and emotionally, is it important to be slowly leaving your old life behind and slowly reconnecting with New Zealand?
0: Yeah, that, that's a really good point, Simon. Um, when we sailed out of Southampton, it was... Sort of weird and surreal because we weren't going on holiday, and, but we were immigrating. But we—it just it felt like we were going on holiday because every other time we've left Southampton it's been on a cruise where within two weeks you're back home again. And this wasn't the same, but we didn't have that feeling of actually leaving for good because it was—it was a combination of going and not going. Does that make sense?
2: And I think to uh, add to Colin, uh, yes, it was. Well, slightly emotional, um, but we'd already said our goodbyes um, to people well before we got to Southampton. Um, and now we've had time, there's always activities on board, exciting destinations, port, port of call. So we're, I think we are gradually um, getting ready f- and prepared for New Zealand. And clearly people are asking us lots of questions and curious about why we chose uh, this way of getting back. Another plus really is once we arrive in New Zealand, we can't use jet lag as an excuse for getting away from our families because we'll be in the time zone yeah. And uh, when we arrive, which is quite uh, different to when we travel back to New Zealand, which we've been able to do uh, every year pretty much for the last 13 years, except for a brief uh, period of uh, COVID, um, where the jet lag does, no matter where you're sitting, in, on the plane, the jet lag does take over, and it yeah, writes off a few days once you get yeah. there. But we don't we don't have that advantage this time.
0: I think I think it might hit us more. So um, a couple of days before we get to Auckland, when we get our suitcases back from the cabin steward, and we have to repack them all again. So trying to find out where everything is in the cabin and putting it back so it all fits in again. I think then the reality might hit that we're almost home. What about
1: then cabin fever? I mean. I imagine that uh, where you're you're staying in a cabin which is rather smaller than the average apartment or house and uh, that must particularly on sea days and you've got a lot of them long spells up to five maybe seven days without uh, seeing land does that um, does that get a little pressurized I wonder
0: um, not yet. I think the fact that um, we got through COVID and we lived in a small one-bedroom flat, and we were basically in, in the same apartment for two years, working from home, living from home, not straying too far from home as per the rules. So we sort of sort of got used to living in close quarters. But the ship's big enough that, and there's so much on that you, if you need time apart, you can just wander off around the ship. You can't get, go too far, but you can at least get away from each other if you have to.
2: Yes, there's plenty of activities to partake in. So today, for example, it's uh, sort of three in the afternoon and we've joined the quiz that we're part of a quiz team uh, that we do every morning at 10 a.m. We've attended a couple of uh, presentations in the theater. So that takes a bit of time um, on a variety of topics. Today, we heard about hurricanes uh, and prior to that, a little bit of history about the Panama Canal. Um, I'm sure we'll have some more interesting presenters in, in the coming days. And uh, yeah, there's always something something to do, not also eating and, and more importantly, getting to the gym to work. Oh,
0: a lot of eating, I could say that. Yeah,
2: to work to work off that uh, excess. Plus we uh, downloaded before we came on board some TV series uh, for us to watch. So you know, we don't have to just necessarily watch the, the channels that the, the cruise company has.
0: But the time is passing slowly but also quickly if you know what I mean you know when you go on holidays or go on long trips it starts off slow and it speeds up but the time is passing by but having said they're only two weeks into a seven-week journey so or six-week journey so we have still got quite a bit to go
1: what's your advice for anybody who is thinking of traveling to the other side of the world and would automatically I guess default to a plane um, what is the crucial difference for you?
2: Well, price would be a really important thing. Uh, obviously, our uh, um, the the cruise price is more expensive than the the airfare uh, price, even if you factored in um, uh, excess luggage and stuff. Uh, however, you know, usually when you're flying between or to the other side of the world you're there 24 hours whereas for us we're taking the time for us we're lucky that we're not uh having jobs right now to sort of factor in so this six to seven week period is is, is much easier uh for us than if if, if we were working full time
0: and i would have to say i mean some people would probably travel home could spend several weeks but they'll be travelling. From country to country and seeing different places but then, then having to pack and unpack and get planes and go through airports we haven't had any of that drama there's no there's no none of that customs nonsense at airports or the the issues with trying to get your luggage around we got on once we we're on that's it for six weeks we don't have to do anything until we get off again so it makes it a lot simpler
1: I imagine you're also envisaging the wonderful end to your voyage, whereas instead of uh, touching down in Auckland Airport, which, frankly, I've done after a 24-hour flight and it isn't great, there you will be um, just sailing into Auckland Harbour and, I hope, meeting your friends, families and loved ones.
0: That will be exciting. I'm looking forward to it because I'm, I'm from Auckland, so sailing into Auckland Harbour is I'm basically going home. I'm going to be sailing past Devonport, where I was where I was born and raised. So it it is a big homecoming for me. Um, we haven't actually told our family to come and meet us because we're not sure how long it's going to take us to get through customs with our 18 pieces or 16 pieces of luggage. So we're just going to get get in, get it through, get in a taxi van, and then turn up on my mum on my mum's doorstep.
2: And and thankfully our luggage, uh, so whilst we've got our luggage with us, we've also got Um, a third of a container ship a container, sorry, not a container ship container, uh, quite a difference there, Um, that's uh, making its way, um, it's actually following the Queen Mary 2 currently according to uh, some of the uh, marine traffic sites Uh, that that will arrive in Auckland probably a week or two after we arrive so um, yeah, it's it's not we've got our whole household with us here on the ship Um, we've got some in a container um, that's making its way by container ship, which has also been sort of impacted. It would have probably gone through the Suez Canal, but it's uh, taking the longer way, yeah. A more scenic journey round through the Cape of Good Hope as we speak. So you'll
1: have very well traveled household effects as well as you. Well, Al, Al and Colin, thank you so much for um, brightening up our day with your amazing tale of, I guess, love and discovery and travel.
2: Thank you, Solomon. Thank you, Solomon.
0: Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.
1: Hi, I'm Dori Schaffreyer, and along with Kate Spencer, I host Forever Thirty Five, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. Join us every Wednesday with guests like author Phoebe Robinson, chef Samin Nosrat, actress Busy Phillips, and even former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright. On Mondays and Fridays, we have mini episodes where we answer listeners' questions on everyday problems like how useful a butt mask really is, how to deal with a petty friend, or how to relax after a long day. So join us Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Forever 35, where we're not experts, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums.